You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show, the number one car show in the UK, which is amazing. But anyway, that's what we've been told and uh, we'll accept it. And we've got a rarity today. Everybody's here. We've got Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. They're both here, and uh, I'm screwing up the board as usual, so uh, I'm here, I guess. Yeah, and Steve's rare today. Rare. Steve's rare? Yeah, he's in rare form. Why? Okay, well, we're going to we're gonna wind him up and uh, get him going talking here in just a minute, and uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, appreciate all of the listeners, and we've got a deal coming your way. We've, we've been asked so many times on different shows... What can I do to be a part of America's Web Radio? So if you go to our homepage, you see that you can become a patron and um, be a part of it. And let us know about your business. We'll have you on the business hour. Let us know about uh, whatever you want to. Just uh, email GM, that stands for General Manager, at americaswebradio.com. And uh, somebody will get in touch with you and we'll talk about what you have in mind. With that being said, let's get the drums rolling and the uh, show kicked off, the Classic Car Show. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, David. We uh, have, an, have a distinguished or extinguished guest this <laughs> extinguished, morning. Extinguished, more like M- it, Mr. Yeah. Ronaldo, who has been on... On the road. On a lot of escapades. On, on the road, yeah. yeah we've yeah. been to lots and lots of stuff. So the Glidden Tour. And, and National Meets and Hershey and yeah. Concord stuff and oh, all of this. So, oh, my. Yeah, I, it, it's kind of interesting. I, read, one of the reasons to do this is to sort of tell uh, the, the listeners about the the diversity, if you will, of activities that are available. You know, you just don't have to go to your local cruise night and or cruise day, and especially now that... Cars and coffee. Yeah, cars and coffee here. Yeah, cars and coffee. And, and, and you don't have to sit, you know, 95 degrees in your lawn chair all day behind your car. Uh, now that it's getting cold, you know, getting cool, and things are starting to wind down. I have one more meeting in Hershey, which is the national award. And speaking of national awards, we had a a, uh, a big deal at our house. Uh oh, Brenda's Thunderbird got nominated for an AACA National Touring Award. Hey, yeah, I'm really pleased, and she's really excited about it. So. I hope she gets it. Uh, well, I won't know. Uh, when when we go to the national awards meeting in uh, Hershey, when they vote, they'll chase me out of the room. So <laughs> well, they do I, that I anyway. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I chase someone else. Okay, but anyway, uh, sort of going back uh, from most recent, uh, and we'll get to Hershey and all that stuff, uh, was we were... Uh, last weekend we were at a national meet. The last one of no, there's one out west uh, down in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, and it was really interesting. Not the meet a lot, but what happened 
We checked into the hotel, beautiful hotel, right on the waterfront. And they had the convention center right across a walkway bridge, and that's where the cars were going to be. That night, there were two tornadoes that hit Mobile. Yes. And we were wondering, we were on the 26th floor, and we were wondering whether to leave and go to the get out of the 26th floor and we had a really nice corner room with an all glass wall and we kept thinking oh wonderful yeah so when the the siren blew we got on the elevator and went down and walked around the lobby a little bit (laughs) until they blew the all clear but the sad thing was uh a couple of the cars got damaged Wind damage, uh, yeah, wind damage. Stuff blowing from this from the tornadoes. They said yeah. it was a hundred and twenty mile an hour winds. Whoa! And uh, uh, one was a Mercedes Roadster, a newer one, yeah. newer one. And uh, um, and there was another another car. But the sad thing is, you know, only about half of the cars showed up that were registered. And and the big discussion at the national awards table was. Uh, when they split up the classes, I'd got class 25, which is the sports cars, and um, 27J, and we had an FMC motorhome registered. Now, here's the question, and this is the big discussion. Is an FMC motorhome a bus, or is it a truck? Because they've never, they didn't know what to do. So we 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 polled everybody, and everybody determined that the motorhome was a a uh, a truck because it was built on a truck chassis. That's good. That's good. But he never showed up anyway. A lot of cars did didn't 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 show well, up. Well, he probably saw the weather forecast. Yeah, it, it was rainy and nasty on Saturday, so. Uh, judging was re- really, really well, kind of Were the quick. cars outside or were they in the convention center? Uh, some were outside, and, and they had a, a – um, in the convention, they had a uh, dance, dancing thing. You know, and it was, of course, all, the, all these, these girls of all ages were in there with these da- dance teams and dance instructors. Oh, okay. So that was really crowded. Yeah. With some big southeast dancing something, so they gave the national meet about forty places inside under the convention center. So they put the convertibles in the oldest cars. Matter of fact, there was even one nineteen eleven Oakland that was there. Beautiful car. Hey, not to change the subject, but do you ever see any Apperson Jackrabbits? No, no. I wonder if there's any of those left. I'm sure there are some. I'm yeah. sure there are. And and uh, that a brassier car? Yeah. 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 I know Apperson, but I don't know yeah. all the specific ones. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just want. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I I you know. And then uh, the then the weekend before that was the Atlanta Concours. Yes. And that was held at Tyler Perry's studio, which is the old Fort McPherson. This is the fourth or fifth year, uh, and they moved it from the Chateau Alain Golf Course. Where golf courses, I guess, are very typical for a Concours event. But this was actually nicer, I thought. It was on the, the uh, uh, parade field. On one side of the parade field were the old officers' Victorian houses. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was really nice. And then on the other side was senior NCO housing... And then single 
uh, officer and NCO, senior NCO housing, and then there were some barracks around there. And, and the parade field, if, if you're ever in the service course, you know, is absolutely manicured perfect. And uh, it was a really nice place to have. I thought it was better than the golf course, actually. Uh, so so uh, we got down there in the in the morning and and uh, we're split into teams and I had the the youth coordinator from McPherson College, uh, Matt. Gosh, I'm, I'm horrible with names. He's been on our program. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he brought four or five of the students from McPherson and they were all on teams. Uh, and and uh, which was really nice. And I think the car, there was a couple, three cars that really were quite outstanding. To me, uh, the most outstanding car was there was Marilyn Monroe's custom-bodied Duesenberg chauffeur-driven sedan. Uh, it, and it had... Marilyn Monroe's? Marilyn Monroe's, yeah. She had one. Ooh. And, they, and, and she had a... Where she sat, of course, was, was separate... From the driver, and the driver sat in his own little compartment and had right. a, a roll-back roof if they wanted to use it. And she had her own little fancy little deal in the back where she sat with one of her many husbands and presidents. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was uh, quite a unique car. Grundy Insurance had. Uh, um, Several cars there. There were th- what was interesting to me, simply because of my dealings with Harold Coker over the years. There were three Thomas Flyers there, uh, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Thomas cars were built in Buffalo, and they were the car that won the great race from New York to Paris, and uh, quite a history. They didn't last very long. No, they started with bicycles. Thomas was a bicycle maker, then got into motorcycles, and then got into cars. And the Flyer was a custom, basically a custom-ordered giant car, and they came in different sizes. Uh, And the interesting thing, and growing up near there, uh, because of the crummy weather in Buffalo, uh, the Thomas Company had an indoor test track, even way back in the O's and the 11's, and it's a huge building. But it had these giant fans in there that were powered by uh, big belt motors, and they they would open the top, not the wind, not the roof, but the roof had a raised section, and they had a way to open the all those windows, and those fans would suck the fumes out from inside and put them into the outside of uh, out in the out air. But they yeah. had an indoor test track. So Why AOC wouldn't like that? Boy, the I'll tell you, AOC, AOC wouldn't like that. Yeah, yeah. destroying the atmosphere. Well, you, you, those, if you'll pardon the pun, must have been the first exhaust fans. I don't know. It could very well have been because they had a need for it, you know? Yeah. They had a need for it, so they did. Yeah. And they also had their own bank. Uh, there was the Thomas Bank, and, and they have restored it exactly the way that it would have been when Thomas was doing this stuff. And they always had a Thomas car uh, on the bank's floor. Hmm. So you can go into this place and you can see the Thomas car and then the tellers and the, the little cages and the offices and stuff at the the uh, Victorian era. It's very, very uh, good-looking place. 
I have a question. How close was the Thomas plant to the Pierce Arrow plant? Were they close by, like in Detroit, where you had? Well, they weren't that far away, but they weren't right next to each other. Okay. And the Pierce Arrow, of course, would lasted much longer. Right. And and when you go to the Pierce Arrow building, they have the the, the I guess they're called cornices where they they put them together. They have arrows. Hmm. They have arrows coming down. You see the yeah. feathers, and then the shaft, wow. shaft, and then, and then the arrowhead on the bottom, yeah. all along the building. Huh. But they did not have an indoor test thing, and I wouldn't be surprised if Mr. Thomas let them test some of their custom cars because they they were again custom car builders. Yeah. You know, you could get regular ones, and then you the rich, super rich, could order any way they wanted. How many? Thomas Flyers, do you think were built? I know Harold had what six or seven. 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 He had seven at one time. Uh, I don't know. I, I I honestly have no idea. That's I, you know if there was a way if any I, maybe no, one I of our listeners will, will email yeah us. will let us know if they have any yeah. idea. But I I got to drive one once and that was Harold's car and, and he wasn't doing that well. And, he came up to me and we were on a tour, and he said, "You know," and he said, oh, "Stay, stay. I'm tired. My, my heart's not doing good." He said, "I'll tell you what. You drive big red, and it was one of the biggest Thomases yeah, because it had a mechanic's pullout seat. It pulled out of the splash apron, yeah, and because the mechanic was not allowed to to uh, sit with the owners, and he rode. But anyway, quick cut before we go to break, let me tell you the finish the story." He said, well, you drive Big Red. So we were on the next leg of the tour, and I must have blew by him at 80 miles an hour. We got to the next stop, and that old guy thought was going to kill me. I told you to drive the damn thing. What the hell's wrong with you racing like that? I love it. (laughs) That was my one experience driving a Thomas Flyer. Yeah. We go on to break. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business practices, and fascinating business professionals to get an insider view of how America works. Forty-five years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students can compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's for help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at 
give.alfordstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, back to sort of the concourse. There were some interesting people there, too. Uh, The guy, and and most of you probably have seen the show The Guild on TV. He was there, and he brought the Bugatti that they made. And if you've seen the show, they made a wooden... What do they call it? A buck? A buck. Of of this Bugatti body. And I saw the real one at Hershey one year uh, and made this body, and the body alone was a million dollars. And they they put it on the correct chassis for that car, and the thing was absolutely gorgeous. But I got to talk to him for a while, and hopefully we can get him on the radio show. Nice guy. Uh, uh, Tyler Perry was there walking around. And, and Vanessa Williams, the Miss America, who was it when they took her crown away for something. I don't know. I can't remember, but they took took it away from her. Well, I know she's a pretty lady. Yeah, she's very very pretty. So it was the Atlanta Concourse was. Uh, uh, I would give the organization a C, but the cars and stuff that were there in the location, I would give a B to anyway. Uh, they're still working on it. It's hard to put something like this together, especially, well, especially the first year. Well, yeah, and you're dealing Concord people are different from judged kind of people, and there is an organization trying to standardize Concord judging. The Jaguar? No, Jag. Something Jag. It doesn't stand for Jaguar. It's something oh, okay. I don't know. But there's a, a, a coming out of Pebble Beach, and the guy gave us a little talk about it. Now it makes sense because it's so goofy. You know, uh, it, it's like when I when I was doing the, my judging team this time, uh, we have to check the cars for lights and horn and all that, and you're supposed to take points off, but I'm not taking points off. To me, I think that's a safety inspection, and we found a guy who had no, no brake lights. And, you know, I think it should be a safety inspection. I don't think that's uh, uh, that yeah. has nothing to do what, with the quality of the car what were the cars in your class again uh we had uh open open uh, post-war production so we had some thunderbirds other than special classes like corvettes and yeah. Mus- and mustangs and we had that kind of stuff so we had some very pretty cars, especially yeah. some early 50s Cadillacs, gorgeous. Oh, aren't Very they? nice. Yeah, I like those early ones. Well, there was a the BR. It's yeah, the, there's yeah. two there. Two. Two, yeah. Very nice. So, you know, if you're into that kind of stuff and want to see some some unusual cars, go to, go to a Concorde. I know they're a little pricey. They are for me. That's why I judge, so I don't have to pay. Being notoriously cheap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm the only guy that's so cheap I reuse the air in my tires. <laughs> the truth is, folks, he talks into the valve stem. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, and then we'll back up from there. Uh, uh, and then, then there was the the one before that was, was uh, uh, Hershey. And Hershey is Hershey. Uh the weather on Friday and Saturday was absolutely beautiful, but because of the new construction going on, we were shifted out of our original parking spot, our flea market spot. So uh, I just brought the stuff over to our next door neighbors that we've known for years, and they sold it for me because we were way out in the boonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so we had a we had a good parking spot with nothing else. 
Uh, there's just no way to. I can tell you the numbers. There's still 22 miles of flea market road. Uh, they say it's all sold out, but a lot of it is is not a lot. Some of it is empty because a lot of the old guys will not let go of their spaces, and they don't go anymore. Hmm. Uh, there were 850 cars in the car corral uh, for sale. Right. Yeah, the Saturday car show was 1,250 cars. Holy smokes. And that's down from a high of 2,000. Yeah. What happens is is they run the golf course, and they they uh, right at Hershey Park, but they had to, to cut back. Uh, uh, the show area now is not is sort of a big grassy area that's connected because if it rains and you get all these cars on here, they dig up the golf course too bad. So they have this area where now they park the cars. Um, the best thing for me about Hershey is is uh, uh, seeing people, and uh, you know. And I usually I have my little electric scooter I bought at Dillard's afterwards, so I'm running around looking at stuff. But I get a chance to ride around and s- say hello to people that I haven't seen since last Hershey. Yeah. And uh, uh, a lot of a lot of celebrities there. Uh, Mr. Carini was not there this year. He was at Chattanooga Concord, which was the, this is their inaugural year. They picked Hershey Weekend. Why I have no idea. Uh, but the pickers were right across the the street from uh, right across the. You mean the, the TV show? Yeah, pickers, pickers people. Yeah, uh, right across the street from the horse's carriage tent. Uh and uh, they left. They were there Friday, and they had all their signs. You know, they're always buying these signs, and they had right. all these expensive signs there. And they were parked right next to a friend of mine uh, space. And well, he was right between two spaces, two friends the, of mine. The question is, did you pass out any of your cards? Pass? Yeah, I did. Some people asked. Yeah, yeah. Some people asked, and uh, um, and I was interviewed, and mis- you know, on the. The PA with Moskowitz and stuff, and he said we have the, uh, one of the hosts of one of the biggest classic car shows in the country, and you know, so we got a nice little plug from Steve and stuff, and we we're talking to people. So it was a, it was a, it's it's always fun. Yeah, uh, I don't need parts anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> you no, I don't. Your cars. No, no, no. no. Body they parts, they, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't sell body parts, do they? Oh, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, you know, I, the, the most of my cars are done, and I, I really don't need anything and, and uh, whatever. But it's it's I go to see the people, and you can't beat it. And, and, and the horseless carriage lunch that they've traditionally done on Friday – where they feed a ton of people at the horse's carriage tent, ten bucks a person, uh, and it's a big fundraiser uh, for them. And and you get to see some people you haven't seen. And you get to talk to like people I don't know very well. I know of them, the Maxwell people. And the guy called me working on the Maxwell, and it's getting close too. So okay, so the cranks in the motor. The cranks in the motor. A lot of other things they found wrong that they're fixing. He and uh, uh, Steve, the two Steves. Cook and Bono, uh, two very well-known people in the brass car rebuilding era, are getting just about done with this thing, and uh, so hopefully before too long we'll be Maxwelling around. Good. Um, yeah, and and uh, you know the car corral is always interesting. You see, because you see some cars there that well, you, you won't see anywhere else. 
you saw Cunningham there. You said that was at, that was on the car show field. That was on oh, the show okay. field. All right. Uh, and the new newest thing now, I think it's like fifth or sixth year. They have what they call the Hershey Hangover Tour, <laughs> which, which starts Saturday at at Saturday night. Uh, at, at they go to a hotel and they have an open thing, but they don't go far away from Hershey. Where if you entered a car in the show and you're going to get a prize, you can always go to the meet and get your trophy. Uh, and they ha- and then they they have this deal, and it's uh, s- Sunday, all uh, all day Sunday and Monday, and it stops at Monday noon and it's for brassier cars. So what's happened is. At Hershey, you're getting a lot of brass era cars. Good, a lot, and yeah. that because they can go on this tour. They can not just do a show; they can go on a tour, which makes it really cool for them. They can drive them. It's a little brisk, but you know, brass era people put on their bearskin coats and their their hats and their goggles and go for it. Right? And they don't care. They're just goofy as could be. Oh, damn yeah, bunch yeah, of yes, you are. all of them are crazy. <laughs> anyway. So uh, that's really got a big... But to me, the car show, uh, you'll see cars there that you will never, ever see anywhere else, ever. Uh, Speaking of Wayne Carini, his good friend Ralph Morano was there, and he brought two cars that, you know, of all the old 30s classic era cars, the car that I think is the most beautiful of all, and you can put Bugattis and all these other things in there, is a Pierce Arrow Silver Arrow, the original ones. They the sedan, made, yeah. Yeah, the, the two-door sedan that they made for the World's Fair. There was, what, three or six? Somewhere in there. Well, yes. there were some four-doors, too. No, no, not Silver Arrows. They were all the same car. They made them to display. and around. Anyway, they <laughs> Packard saw that, and a guy in, a guy in Maine, Bob Bear, it has a huge collection, and he has one floor of this building filled with prototype Packards. And he has one of three Silver Arrow Packard duplicates, and if I'm right, it has a V16 in it. They only had those three V16 wow. engine Packards that were made. And Ralph Morano found one, and he this was it's going for its first junior, the first time out. Uh, for this, this this silver arrow car, and I can't imagine. He was showing me the book, and it was a mess when he found it. They don't know where the other one is. There were three. They know there were three. They can't find the other one, so they don't hmm. know where it is. Probably went in the war scrap. Who knows? Pile. They have no idea. But he's a very nice guy to talk to. I've talked to him before at stuff. And he also bought brought a uh, bustle. I call it bustle back. I don't know what it's right. It's sort of Victoria back. Uh, Packard prototype uh, convertible sedan V12. Wow! And it had uh, the the uh, Lalique um, hood hood radiator mascot. Yeah, yeah, the one with the the naked woman on it. And we were he was kidding with me. He says, "Well, you know, I I, I could have I put the the little the 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 little naked boy, but." That sort of has some bad connotations as far as I'm concerned, so I put the naked girl on. Uh, and he's a very nice man. And, yes. he, and he had the books, and he showed me the books of where they started and all this stuff. So he had two there. 
Who did the restorations? I, he, I don't know. I didn't even Was ask. Was it the shop that Turnquist used to have, you think? I, I don't have any any clue okay. at all. All right. Don't, don't have any clue. Uh, but he's such such a nice guy and and uh, uh, to talk to. And he, he is definitely Mr. Packard of, of uh, I think, the United States. Yeah. He and Bob Beer. Yeah. are the two that are, are the coolest. Anyway, I guess you're going to take another break. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call JC Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. And we want to remind everybody when you call JC Taylor or you call Passport Transport to uh, get one of their trucks to pick up your car. Be sure and remind them or tell them that uh, you heard about them on America's Web Radio. And uh, like I said going into the show, we have a new thing on our homepage. And uh, we've been asked over and over again by many on many of our different shows, uh, how can we be a part of America's Web Radio? And we have started a patron's fun that you can uh, join. You'll get a newsletter. You'll be able to uh, at any time... Send an email to GM at America's Web Radio and ask any of our hosts questions, and they will get back to you. And uh, it's going to be a fun thing to do, and we look forward to it. We're starting a a, a nostalgia show very soon that's going to be very, very interesting. And uh, we look forward to a lot of participants and a lot of people listening in and uh, asking questions and uh, challenging our group of experts and if it's something about cars you're listening to and seeing two of the experts so we'll be telling you more and more about it and we appreciate you listening we'll be back with the classic car show right after this you're listening to america's web radio on the america's broadcast network.com thank you for listening are we back we're back I, I yeah I think so I think also with our listeners if anyone needs any advice for the love Lauren they should talk to you I, I used to date love Lauren did you yeah okay yeah anyway <laughs> we're so on Packard radiator yeah, no, 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 yeah yeah we were talking about Packard radiator but anyway 
just you know, I there's nothing that I can say about Hershey. If if you're a real car guy or girl and you've never been, it should be number one on your bucket list. There's nothing like it anywhere in the world. Yeah, the close the closest thing's probably Bewley in England, I would think. Yeah, but you? it's that's compare size and I've been to both. Yeah. The size wise no. Bewley is not even close. And, and you know, and, and and there is some street rod stuff there in the flea market. Yeah. Uh one of the more interesting things, our good friend uh, uh, Joe and Sam uh, have a nice flea market space, and two places down from them is a guy who sells vintage speed parts. And he had a uh, uh, supercharger that was used on flatheads that I would say that is probably 10 inches in diameter, maybe a foot, but it sticks straight up. And you put the carburetor, there's a manifold, and you put a, a, a Stromberg or such carburetor on this thing. And this long shaft hooks to a special pulley, and it drives this thing. And it is the craziest looking thing you've ever seen. And I, I think that would be so cool to have on a 32 Ford. Wouldn't it? Flat. Yeah. Oh, God, this, but he wants five grand for this thing. You know who else had vertical superchargers? No. Mercedes Benz. Did they? Back before the war. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never, uh, I, I, I'm not knowing, but I mean, I, this was for flatheads, and I yeah. just think it'd be too Wouldn't cool. Wouldn't that be neat? Yeah. yeah. I think that, but so there's, and, there's and stuff. And you could get a Y manifold, put two carburetors on yeah, it. Yeah, they probably had all that stuff. I don't, yeah. the guy said, he, he said it never really worked very well, but, <laughs> but it was, it's just cool looking. Yeah. It, it, it is really cool looking. Anyway, so if you've never been to Hershey, it, it's it's a one-time for sure go-to. And I've been going since I can't even remember. Uh, and, and I have never been able to cover the flea market. It's mm-hmm. impossible. The 22 miles of flea market rows, contain, it's all contained in one area. But if you went up and down each side of each row, it's 22 miles long. I'm just curious, uh, what's the battery life on your scooter? Uh, I can char- if I take it and charge it overnight in the hotel room, and and it's full charged in the morning, I can go drive for about six hours to seven hours. Okay. So, because I stop and BS with everybody yeah. and, and stuff, so it, it'll pretty much last me all day. Now, does Brenda ride on it with you? No, you can't. It's just a, it's a thing you see downtown. You know, yeah. the, the little one, yeah. flat little scooter. Yeah, they're laying on the sidewalk all yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see, you, yeah. I, you know, and then and then you have the the uh, the the Are you a- drag Brenda behind you. Or something? She doesn't. No, she goes. Uh, oh no, no. She has lady friends, and they all get together and they go to Amish country. And then they have spa day at the Hershey Hotel, and they do this stuff. And there's a giant outlet mall, and then they go to tea and all that. She'll usually come over with me for for one day in the morning and walk around because she helps work at the horse's carriage lunch. Okay. And then there's a couple other regions that we belong to have, and clubs have afternoon meetings. So we get over there by 8 o'clock, and she walks around for about three hours and says, well, I didn't see anything I wanted. Uh, you know. <laughs> so anyway, and and so she comes over and walks around, you know, and sees some. And sometimes she takes off, like she goes to see our friends the Swans, and he's an interesting guy. He uh, was semi-retired from uh, I can't remember what company it was, but he wanted to learn how to do upholstery. 
And for six months, he went and paid the Amish in Pennsylvania to learn how to do the old tuft and button upholstery. He paid them to learn how as an apprentice. And he now he has a shop, Swan's been and he only does tuft and button upholstery, which is brass era. And he is so booked up. He said, I don't ever have to take another job the rest of my life. Wow. That's well he did your tea. He did the tea. Yeah. yeah. And he said that's the last tea I'll ever do. Wow. Because he said that, you know, they're all the same. And he said, it's not a challenge to me, but if, if somebody brings something like a Stevens Durier or an Everett or something, then it requires a, a different... So anyway, but she goes and sees his wife, who's the hat lady, and has several flea market spaces filled with old vintage clothing and pins and, you know, stuff, lady stuff. And and so there's a lot, even for, for the women that aren't car stuff, there's things for them to see as long as it's connected with the hobby no dishes no nothing none of that kind of crap uh they they will chase you out of there if that's what you have they'll make you go away yeah uh so like i said if you've never been it's worth the trip once moskowitz loves us huh well sure why not (laughs) yeah why not well, no, I'm just teasing. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, uh, you know... Did you, did you see the boys from the library? Uh, yeah, I did. And if you're interested with the new AACA building, they had the bookmobile there, uh, and they had, con- on a continuous loop, the uh, architect's and artist's rendering of what yes. the new building is going to yes. look like. And it's on the AACA.org website if you want to see. And it's on this, YouTube. This is, is probably it? not the time to ask, but I'll ask anyway, because we're all friends, but... The you know the guy that we had on that was doing the I don't know the thing that you bought uh, to go in the museum or something. I never I uh, never heard from I don't know what they did. We just put them together and I never heard anything. Huh. So that's up to them. I don't know I don't know what what happened to that deal. The guy that did the the light up things. Yeah, the backlight. Yeah, the whole backlights back for the size of any wall you want them to do it on. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. No. I have not heard. Not heard. So anyway, make the effort. It's worth it just doing once. But let me tell you, you need to get you need to make your reservations for hotel early. Right. Because sometimes there just are none, especially uh Thursday night and Friday night. Uh they're hard to find. And uh well, usually the airport's a zoo too, isn't it? Huh? I bet the airport is a zoo as well, isn't it? Well, you mean Harrisburg? Yeah, or into Philadelphia, or yeah. Well, there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of that stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Harrisburg I, has an airport. Yeah. Yeah. A small one, I guess. But well, I, 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 general flown. aviation. You see, it's like every other time that, like, you see, you'll see a lot on 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 Thursday or uh, Wednesday night. You'll see a lot of the little jets come in, and Saturday about noontime after people have seen the car show, all the little jets taking off. And yeah, but U.S. Air or whatever they are now flies in and out of there because I've flown in and out I, of there. I, I never have. Yeah. It'd be nice to do sometime instead of a 12-hour drive. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we now backing up a little further, the Glidden Tour. The, the Glidden Tour was in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And uh, the, for those of you who aren't familiar, there are two very old 
car tours in the U.S., the reliability tour and the Glidden tour. And it depend, you know, they both argue sort of with each other who was the first. Uh, the Glidden tour has nothing to do with Glidden paint. The guy was a fi- financier, is that right? Financier. Yes, yes. Anyway, and he was a very early enthusiast of cars, and he wanted to prove to people that they were reliable. So he did this Glidden tour. And it was continuously going annually up until World War II, and then it stopped uh, during the war buildup, of course. Uh, and anyway, back in those days, the Glidden Tour moved all around the country. But the interesting thing is, if you had an old, uh, we'll just say, a, 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 a 1916 Packard, you didn't tow it. You drove it to the tour... <laughs> You drove it for a week, and you drove it home. You see some of the pictures of these. These are some hardy people, and it was always the middle of September. Uh, And then it went away, and then after World War II, AAA actually kicked off the Glidden Tour again and was looking for a sponsor, and they they hooked up with VMCCA, which used to be uh, a veteran, uh, but now they've changed it to Vintage. Oh, they've changed it to vintage because there was some confusion that it was only for the military true. veterans. Uh. So anyway, uh, and then it got to be a, a lot for that smaller a club to handle. So AACA does it every other year. So they take turns. They alternate. Uh, and most people, other than the private tours like Red Rocks, Transcons, uh, the FARTS, and it FARTS stands for Friends of Ancient Road Transportation. Uh, and there's another one like that, but these are private. You just you can't register unless you're a member. Uh, and and these things, some of them are like five and six weeks long. Wow. Yeah, they are. Like I, I, our good friend Jack Miller with the Duesenberg was going to do Scandinavia, and it was going to be six weeks long. And he said, "Well." Why don't you and Brenda come with us? And I, I, you know, you won't even have to contribute to shipping the Duesenberg over to Norway because I have to ship it anyway, and you can ride in the back seat of the Duesenberg. And I said, Jack, you guys don't eat at McDonald's and stay at Motel 6. I couldn't even afford a week with you guys. Are you kidding? So these guys stay in the 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 they get the Michelin guide. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the Copper State One Thousand and those other private tours that Rich Taylor puts on, and yeah, they're five and six grand a piece. Yeah, well, you know, and and uh, and and anyway, so uh, the the other one, but the Glidden is considered. Oh, okay. Anyway, the Glidden is considered the the uh, general. Mass big tour of the year. That's the one with the chicken dance. That, yeah, yeah, they're supposed to, but they didn't do it. The South Carolina it hit too close to home, <laughs> so they decided not to do it. Oh. Well, we're going to take a break. Before we take that break, I want to uh, wish everybody that's in uh, Columbus, Georgia, at the indoctrination. Um, ceremony today for the Georgia Military Hall of Fame. They're inducting uh, uh, 15 new members into it, and I'm sure that uh, 
Colonel Rick White will have will have some of those new members on our show coming up in the next few weeks, uh, and it's it's such a it, it's such a uh, program. And if you haven't been to the Military Hall of Fame, it's downtown Atlanta, and you should go make an effort to go and and just uh, have a moment of quiet with the heroes that are from Georgia that have served and done just incredible things we've had so many different veterans on and want to thank tip our hat and thank colonel rick white and uh, all of his staff that uh, we work with very closely and uh, wish them all the best today i hope and i think it's not going to rain today in columbus so they should have a good day for it and uh, uh, it is inside but it's always nicer if you don't have to walk through the rain to get somewhere so rick uh the best to you today. And, uh, could, could I get in for eating the most sea rations? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> lima beans I think, and ham. Yeah, and yeah. lima beans. No, the only thing good in seas was that little coffee cake uh, cinnamon roll. Do you remember yeah, those? That and the canned peaches. And the canned peaches. And that yeah. was later. We it, didn't get that. Yeah, and that a four-pack of camels. Yeah, that had been there for 20-some-odd years. World War II. Yeah. We had World War II on it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I do want to tip our hat and uh, congratulate them on uh, the 2019 class of recipients into the Georgia Military Hall of Fame. And if you're traveling through Georgia, we want to invite you to, or you got plans to come to Georgia, invite you to go to the Military Hall of Fame, and also want to remind everybody that uh, it'll be in March. At this point, they're pretty sure it'll be in March. It'll be the opening of the Healing Wall in uh, Johns Creek, and that's the uh, uh, half-size Vietnam Wall from D.C. that went all over the country, and... uh, the J.C. Veterans Association, Johns Creek Veterans Association, bought it, and they're putting it up in Johns Creek, and they'll be inviting everyone. Uh, it should be up and finished by March. They uh, had hoped a little earlier, but uh, that's not happening. But, uh, again, um, those guys, the veterans that we work with every Thursday, we have Veterans Day, basically, and the ones that we work with are just absolutely fantastic. The president of J.C. Veterans Association is Mike Mazel, and uh, Mike was in and uh, did our show on Thursday. What a guy. What a terrific guy. We've had uh, uh, General Dix on, and again, uh, there's an awe about General Dix. When he walked in the studio, it was just like, you didn't know what was around him, but it was just, you know, you just wanted to be quiet and, and listen to what he had to say. So tune in on Thursdays for David's pick, and my pick is veterans, and we'll be having them every Thursday from 10 to 11. We'll have someone on. So stay tuned. We've got a little bit more of the classic car to show to go on America's Web Radio. We'll be back after these messages. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out 
some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back. We're back. Huh? Yeah, and we're talking the Glidden Tour. The Glidden Tour, yeah. It was in Rock Hill. It's a week-long tour, um, and it's based out of uh, out of one central location. But there are have been progressive ones we've been on where you move every day, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a challenge. What uh, car did you take? We had to we drove the Cadillac over to Rock Hill. Um, and you go out and see stuff every day. This was a particularly challenging tour due to the weather. It was 95 every day. Oh, boy. And these old cars do not like that. There were just cars dying left and right. Well, and plus ethanol's That's what I mean. The main thing was the ethanol gas. I mean, the Cadillac twice... uh, I had to pull over, and it would start, you know, and die. It just died. Yeah, they lock. Yeah, and I have to leave it, let it sit for a little while. And I do have an electric fuel pump, uh, so after a while, I could I could feel the electric fuel pump fighting it, and eventually it cooled off enough where I could get gas up there, and it would start. Uh, and even at the hot temperatures, uh, a lot of the electric starters on six volt systems, they start to drag. Yep. And they go, uh, uh, and and it's a real problem. So, uh, what I did was I I stopped at a place, I I, I and and it, it died right outside of a repair facility. Nice people, just the nicest people you want to meet. So they bought a jump. They brought out a jump box, twelve volt jump box. We got it started. Guy pulled it in. Found a couple small things. He didn't charge me anything for to, to fix it. And while he was there, this lady was there and said, "I asked, you know, I was talking about Pep Boy. So what I did is I went down and bought one of those little solid state jump boxes. Oh, they're wow. they're they're yeah. they're very small. I don't know what they're probably." Six inches long, four inches wide, and an inch thick with two things on them, and you charge them up, and you keep it in the car, and if you have a problem, the 12 volts overcomes the 6-volt drag on the starter and spins over and starts. I had to use it a couple times up there. Uh, So that was the big problem. We did go to some very interesting places, though. in in uh, uh, that's the best part about touring, and I could tell you, I could go on for hours. Is you go see things that you would never make the effort to see, or see things that you, the average person can't get into. We, there in Charlotte area, and Rock Hill is just south of Charlotte. Uh, 
there's a a uh, commercial. I don't know what you call it, a greenhouse place. It's huge. They use a million and a half gallons of water a day to water this. Gives you an idea. Whoa. That gives you an idea of the size. Yeah. And but they what they do is they they put them in these pots with the, that are sort of have drain things in them then they sit on this this platform that has a drain thing and that sits on ground that, that are rocks and what water the plant doesn't use eventually works its way down and they're all slightly angled and it goes into a retention pond mm-hmm. but they go through a million and a half gallon and this thing was huge i was just huge i never saw anything like this and, and steve signed you up to pay the bill for that Thank the water you. bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. they 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 recover. The guy said we recover uh, out of the million and a half between around eighty to eighty five percent. Oh, that much? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because the plants really don't use much. Right, but, but it goes into them. the retention yeah. pond. And then do they filter they re- it out of the retention? Yeah, pond? yeah, it goes through their pumping system again. Yeah. Really wow. interesting. It so, is. Yeah, we saw some pretty pretty neat how neat places. Was, how old was that? Uh, I don't know. He did. I it, I didn't say. And then we went to you know the movie The Patriot. Yeah. Okay, with Mel Gibson. Yeah. We went to the place where that happened. Oh. That, the true place yeah. and where they filmed the movie. Remember when they that guy uh, Tarleton locked the people in the church and burned yeah. it up on the next farm over from where this historic site is is where they they built this barn out of just junk. Yeah, and did it. Yeah, right next to us, so you could see those houses in the back, and the houses that were in the movie and the actual story. This is where this happened. Wow. Yeah, very interesting. You know, talks in the South, especially the Civil War, or the War of Northern Aggression, or whatever you want to call it. That you know, but very little is spent on the Revolutionary War. Yeah, and I, you know, this is a true thing. That yeah. Patriot is a truth. I'm sure it's Hollywoodized, but it's, it, yeah. that, that, all that stuff is true. Did, did you do any NASCAR stuff? What, the NASCAR no, we didn't do any NASCAR any? stuff. Uh, but we went to some town, and it was so cool. They this little town had got their their big ladder fire trucks hmm. and put them across the road and had this giant American flag from their suspended from their two ladder trucks wow. and we drove right under the ladder trucks oh. and they were taking all these pictures oh, wonderful and then we went on a on a we had a police escort on a on a on a little ride through the little town I mean it, it's the tours are the best to me the best part of the hobby and yeah. you'll you'll see people and you'll see cars on tour that belong on the show field but these people drive them you know what would be cool would be to get an old cop car from the era and have them running the well know, there are there are oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you, we, police cars fire chiefs cars all old yeah. ones old so motorcycles yeah, on, right. uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, old motors especially on the vintage tour there's two three guys that bring older than 1915 motorcycles and they dress the part with with uh, what do they call those jod hopper pants and the jodper what jod what do i know jod hoppers you could hop a jod if you want to i guess but in the, the socks and the leather boots and all that and they ride these they old the motorcycles they have one has a sidecar one doesn't we have a friend that has a wicker sidecar yeah. on his wow. what is it 12 14 14 triumph yeah. Uh, but it's cool. I mean, the, oh, yeah. to me, the the the, uh, the the tours are the best part of the hobby because you get to see do what they're supposed to. I'm not a huge car show fan, even though I really appreciate what these people do. 
Uh, I did it once. I got a Grand National with my TD. I just wanted to prove I could do it. But they're, they're cars. They should go. Yeah, they should, they be should used. go. We call them trailer queens. The yeah. Other well, and and you know if you, but I appreciate what people do with this stuff. Anyway, before we go, so if if you're getting into the hobby, look for tours. I I you'll have more fun. Yeah. You get to know people. You get to see stuff you'll never see or make the effort to see. Uh, and you spend a week with them, and you get to meet. We have lifelong friends from tours. Yeah. That we've been on. Anyway, one more quick thing before we go. We don't have a ton of minutes. Uh, weather's getting colder. Check your tire pressures according to the thing as it's colder. If your TPMS light is on, don't panic. Let the car sit for several hours. Go out and look on your door sill on a newer car. You'll find the tire pressures. Go adjust them while it's cold to that, and you'll have no more TPMS light. You're going to lose about or gain somewhere between three and four pounds of pressure, depending upon the temperature. So today, when I got in the car, my normal temperature on the car, I checked it about three weeks ago, was 36. It was 33 to 34. Uh, and as you drive it, it will go up to 37 or 38. All so right, check it. Before you leave, on, stay on the subject yeah. for a second. Okay, you set them all, 36 across the when board. When it's cold. When it's cold. Yes. All right. And then you get in, you drive it, and you've got one that's 36, you got one that's 34. It won't happen. It won't happen? won't happen. They'll no. all be the same because they're all on the same road. They'll be within one pound of each other. Okay. What happens to that one pound? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Nothing. It gives you staggered. It gives you staggered, David. Yeah. We're going to have to uh, put the plug in the jug, get out of here, and... Hopefully all of you will come back next week for the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And I promise and, not uh, to talk all week. We'll, uh, we'll all day. Uh, tip our hats to the U.K. that are listening to us, and we appreciate it. We don't mind being number one anywhere, do we? No, and especially with the Jolly Jupiter and Fairthorpe Electron fans. Okay. All right. We'll see you next week. Take care. Yeah. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.